to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get My pleasure now to welcome to In the Country, Nikki Shea, originally from Ontario, now living in Nashville. And she has an amazing voice, which we are going to hear on a couple of songs on the show. And we'll get into her influences and songwriting. And she's also launched an Indiegogo campaign. And she's doing very well at it. People are contributing towards uh, radio promotion and a publicist for her upcoming EP, which is called Let Me Love You. And let's find out more about it from Nikki herself. Welcome to the show, Nikki Shea. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate you having me on. Oh, my pleasure. I've, of course, followed you on social media, and you've been on the show. That was a long time ago now, so it's great to uh, have the chance to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for years, and it has been a while since we've we've chatted. So a lot's happened, and and, um, you've been an awesome friend to me and support. So I love that we have this opportunity to catch up and and I had sure. this chance to, to let you know and all your listeners um, know the great things that are happening, especially this campaign, which which I'm really excited about, um, which is for my, my radio and marketing um, campaign. Um, and just to, to kind of explain, uh, so the EP, um, which which was released, got some really, really great feedback, especially um, over in Europe. Um, we've got great feedback from some, some really major um, – players in the industry and what do they want to see they want to see numbers they want to see buzz they want to see a fan base um mm-hmm. they want to see a following so uh how do we do that well we get radio play we get we get my music playing on the radio and get people hearing me knowing me and so we are uh we my team and I decided to well let's put together a budget um and let's uh let's get my get me on the radio and we need uh a publicist and a radio promotion uh radio promoting uh promoters a team together and uh and let's do it very exciting and it's an indiegogo campaign and let our listeners know where they can head to uh when they're done listening or while they're listening and uh where they can contribute and of course any amount is uh is fine it can be a small amount too right absolutely and i've been saying that it's no pledge is too small and i even say that you know if if people feel like you know pledging five dollars and they feel like oh that's silly no 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 it's not silly everything every penny counts and i am so appreciative of of everything and everybody so no pledge is too small i appreciate everything everything counts and makes a difference um if you go to to anyone any of my social media pages you can see the links they're everywhere but if you go to indiegogo.com and just search nikki shea i will pop up there's only one nikki shea um and you'll see me there um, and you just click there, and it's pretty, it's pretty easy, pretty user-friendly, um, and you can just contribute there with a PayPal account or, or a credit card. And there's a great perk awesome. as well, so opportunities for... Yeah, I was going to ask, ask for, about the perks. Yeah, so what I decided to do with this is because I'm not actually creating um, an EP or a video where I could, let's say, put the contributor's name in the liner notes, I decided mm-hmm. I wanted to, um, you know, I thought, well, how, how can I really get 
get my contributors involved. And I thought, well, let's get these people, let's get my, my fans, my friends, my family really really up close and personal with me. They've been following along all these years and even, even, you know, the new peeps, my, my peeps, which is what I call, what I call all <laughs> my supporters, my new peeps uh, that, that come on board. Let's get them really up close and personal with me and interactive and um, let's get to know each other. So you've been following me let me get to know you, you know, let's get uh, a little more personal with each other. And I've got a lot of interactive things. So phone calls with each other, um, Skype, Skype sessions or a Skype date, as I call it, or um, even if you're in if you're in Nashville, um, a lunch or, or dinner date with me, um, and then we then I've got uh, an even uh, a living room uh, a show. If you're in the Nashville awesome. area, yeah, a living room show um, where I perform there for you, and then we've got merch like um, a mug, t-shirt, and things like that. And then every week I do a, a shout out, so a video shout out for anybody that's contributed that week. Um, I put a video on all my social media sites shouting out their name because I'm appreciative and I and I'm proud and happy and I want to shout your name to the world. So um, that goes that goes for everyone. It's pretty amazing because a campaign like this allows your fans to get in on this, and when this takes off, they'll know they were a part of it and part of uh, literally uh, part of financing. Uh, you, you know this great project you're you're t- undertaking. Oh, gosh, absolutely. And even, you know, even every day that when I'm talking to my team, my manager and his business partner and my publicist, and we're talking every single day of, of kind of the new the, the developments that are happening behind the scenes as, as this campaign gains momentum, little by little, every single day, just new things are happening behind the scenes. And, and we are, we're so excited. And we know, I know that none of it could happen without these fans and supporters. And, I will never forget that. So, I mean, it, it, it's all because of them. And as new things come up and new opportunities come up, I know that it's because of the fans. I know it, and I'll never forget that. Let's uh, give our listeners a reason, if they haven't heard your voice already, a reason to uh, take part in this Indiegogo campaign. And we'll start with the first song, Let Me Love You. We have another one coming up later. Let Me Love You is the name of the EP. What can you tell me about the song, Nikki, mm-hmm. before we play it? Um, Let Me Love You is a, a cool little uh, a pop song that I wrote with a friend of mine named Bo Fuller. Um, little little uh, catchy pop tune. Um, we we decided that uh, we wanted to we wanted to do something fun. We wanted something catchy, hooky, and um, it's fun. I don't know. It's pretty. It's cute. It's fun. It's sweet. <laughs> and Bo Fuller is such a great not only songwriter and singer but a producer as well. So he's a triple threat. Yes, he is. Oh, so yeah, you do know him. He's he's a great talent. I yeah. mean, I feel yeah. yeah, he's he's done um we've done a lot of songs together and he's got a couple on my EP. So, I'm lucky to have been to have worked with him. That's awesome. Let's hear that song now from my guest Nikki Shade on In the Country. Falling, run away when love starts calling. She must have really done you wrong. All I want is to know you. Let your guy down, and I'll show you. There's real romance, just take a chance. Maybe one day we can live a love song. Oh, let me, let me love you. Boy, let me, let me love you. 
to this Let yourself get lost in a sweet kiss Let your fears disappear as we hold each other tight Just hold me tight I know you think you're not ready But I'll show you forever if you let me I can tell when you smile Feel it in your touch I can see it in your eyes You're gonna fall And that is Nikki Shea with her song, Let Me Love You, a very pretty song. And uh, she has an Indiegogo campaign underway now, and we'll touch on that a bit more later uh, to give you more details. But let's talk about your influences, Nikki. You know, you've been on the show in the past, and we talk about it. Uh, and people who hear your voice, you've had people compare the style and sound of your voice uh, to a cross between Dolly Parton and Alison Krauss, which, of course, is quite a compliment. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I've even heard um, Leanne Womack. Um, and I mean, that's that's such a, a compliment to my producer, Kent Wells. <laughs> this is the greatest story. He was uh, one day mixing. Um, I don't know if he was mixing or just playing a song in his studio of Leanne Womack. No, no, sorry. They, he was playing my song. He was mixing my song. And wow. a friend okay. of his came in and had heard um, my song being mixed, and he said to Kent, to my producer, he said, "Oh, you mixing the new Leanne Womack song?" And he and he just laughed <laughs> and he said, "No, no, that's not Leanne Womack." That's and amazing. I get that all the time. Yeah, and so then that was um, that was a huge compliment. So I get that a, a lot too. Um, that I mean, that's not something that I, I guess I can hear myself, um, but people hear it in my voice all the time and. And I can't argue with that. I mean, I'm not going to. That's great. That's amazing. And who are some of your influences, Nikki, as you were growing up and started to get interested in music? Who were you listening to and thinking, man, I'd like to uh, sing like them or have a career like them? You know, for me, when I was growing up, I always loved, I loved the divas with the big voices. And, and just because I love, I love vocals. I love voices. I love 
voices that can really stand alone without any instruments, um, whether they're big or small, just, just anything that's unique. So I loved Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston and Celine Dion, and even um, in later years, um, Christina Aguilera. Um, I even loved R&B uh, male groups like Boys to Men and um, you know, even Backstreet Boys, when they did their five-part uh, acapella harmonies, I loved that. I loved Michael Jackson and his really unique vocal quirks. Um, I just love that. So there's a lot of that. Anything, um, I, I love smooth vocals. I love really unique vocals. Um, and then and then little quirks. So I don't know, just vocals that are really pleasant to my ear really appeasing just just really spoke to me mm-hmm. absolutely and you are from ontario originally and now you're living in nashville and a lot of uh, yes. artists from canada you know end up visiting down there of course um to, to pursue mm-hmm. music but you actually made the big move tell me about that yeah i was um i had visited nashville i was here for a couple weeks uh for the, my first time and I was working on some music. I met with writers and wrote some songs and recorded some songs and then and then went back home and, and missed it right away. I wanted to be here. So I came back in the in the summer of that year, it was twenty eleven, I came back for a weekend, um and basically I found any excuse I could just to get here. So there was like a little contest and I entered it just to basically be here right. for the weekend. And so I loved the couple of days that I was here. So on my way back, I was sitting in the airport and I decided, what am I doing? Like, of course I should move to Nashville. You know what? I'm moving to Nashville. So I went home and I just made that decision. And then a few months later, I, I packed up my car and I drove here. And, and honestly, honestly, Dave, ignorance is bliss. Because when I think back at it, I think all of all the things that I didn't have planned out and didn't know ahead of time, it's like right. really scary. I was, just, I was like, what was <laughs> I thinking or not thinking? Um, but I guess ignorance really is bliss. And, and I just made that decision. I thought, you know, now's the time to do it. Not in five years or 10 years or 20 years. It's mm-hmm. now that I need to do this. And I just did it. I knew I had to. In my heart, I knew I had to. So I did it. Well, yeah, that's amazing. And in the music business, whatever part of it you're pursuing, songwriting, artist, uh, p- producer, you've got to be fearless, right? You Because in that case, you didn't think it all the way through, but it worked out. But mm-hmm. a lot of it is taking that chance and moving forward without knowing exactly what's ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I, I find myself, I'm not, I'm not usually a big risk taker. I mean, like I don't, I don't, tend to gamble like go to a casino I have no interest in that for I don't take risks in any other way in life I mean I don't go skydiving or anything like that doesn't interest me but except when it comes to my music it's the only thing that I take risks for all the time it's the only thing I guess maybe I feel it's worth taking risks for Mm -hmm. Um, you know it's the only thing that I, I get daring all of a sudden and, and that's been throughout my whole life. I've always made the biggest decisions when it came to my music and made the biggest moves where I wouldn't in any other area of my life. And basically, I listen to my gut. If it's telling me, it, it always steers me in the right direction. If it's telling me, stop, this is wrong, it, it, it'll, it'll scream it at me. I mean, I'll know. And um, it was never telling me that. So I went ahead. <laughs> that's great. Now, did you come from a musical family or are you the first 
in your family to uh, pursue this? Um, I think my dad likes to think that he sings, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to. Um, <laughs> no, my family is, is not musical. I mean, we enjoy it. They all enjoy music, but no, there's, there's no singing, um, no instruments of any sort in my family. So I don't know. I don't know how that, how that came about. I just remember listening to the radio, loving music, wanting to do what they were doing. And, and my mom would hear me singing as a young girl and noticing that I sounded a little bit different. I didn't have like that baby little girl's voice. And she's all, well, this is odd. Yeah. She doesn't sound like your typical baby little girl. And she thought, you know, do you want to, and she asked me, do you want to take singing lessons? And she's thinking, you know, you sound different. Um, and I wanted to, cause I wanted to be on the radio. So I said, yes, absolutely. Now, when did songwriting become a part of what you do, Nikki? You know, songwriting, believe it or not, was came about very early before I even realized I was songwriting. So I always uh, wrote poems very early on and I was always able to rhyme very easily so I always knew it as I could rhyme words easily and I create right. like little just these little ditties that me and my cousins would play around with and we take songs that we knew and change the lyrics you know and apply it to whatever like we had a crush on a boy you know and we'd I don't know just make something up just to, to sing for that boy let's say um sure and so when I was 11 my friends and I uh girlfriends and I uh, we were in, I think, grade five at the time. We put together like this little girl group that uh, at recess time we'd, we'd get together and sing songs. And so I started writing songs for our group. And I was literally, I mean, I had melodies and I was writing a full, like, full three and a half, four minute songs for our group um, at that age. And I mean, I guess that, at that point I was writing songs and specifically writing full songs, but I mean, rhyming. And getting to that point was even much earlier than that. And then to actually um, write, I guess, for my career, I mean, that was shortly after that. It was just so natural to me. I was doing it before I really even knew that I was doing it or wanted to do it. It's such an art form, isn't it, songwriting? Uh, you know, people have the initial ability to write songs, and then you, you get better and you learn, whether it's through co-writing or seminars. Mm -hmm. But how, what, what has improved your writing, Nikki, over the years from when you first started to the kind of songs you're writing now? Oh, my gosh. It, Nashville has, has just raised the bar for me. I think just being here, you just – it raises the bar – just to be here and, and going out and listening to other people and then also co-writing and just being in this town forces you to, to want to be the best version of yourself, first of all. And secondly, mm -hmm. um, uh, a lot, a lot um, about, about lyrics and the way that you express your ideas and you have an idea in your head and you don't just kind of write it down or blurt it out or, or, or just accept it as the first thought that comes out of your, uh, out of your mind, you kind of think about the other ways that you could say that idea. And before you know it, I mean, as, as you kind of train that, that muscle, you realize there's two, three, four, ten, twenty 20 different ways that you can say this one idea. Um, and that's what I think that I've, that I've really learned and, and gotten better at is not accepting 
the first idea that comes or the first mm-hmm. um, way to express that idea right. is digging deeper for a cooler way or a more expressive way or just a different way of expressing yeah. that same idea that everybody else is saying. That's just it because the whole trick or part of the trick is saying something in a new way, in a fresh way. So when people are listening to it, they're not hearing I miss you, I love you, but it's, you know, it's, they're yes. hearing it in a more clever way or just a fresh take on it. And that's cool that you said, you know, you can spin an idea different ways. So that's a great way, I guess, to uh, to get song ideas or at least to grow them is by looking at different spins on the same idea. Yeah, absolutely. Like nurture it. You know, you just don't have to have an idea and write it. Take the time. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it. Nurture that idea. Nurture the song. Absolutely. Well, I want to turn to another song. So, again, our listeners, those who haven't heard your lovely voice yet can hear another sample of it. And uh, this song, I love the title to it. It's just a great title, Favorite Hello, Hardest Goodbye. Tell me about this song, Nikki. Yeah, this song was written with Bo again. Um, and we got together um, and just fell in love with, with the, the melody ideas that we had. Um, and this one was just kind of ripping our hearts out as we were writing this. It was so passionate and we just mm-hmm. got, uh, we went deep for this one. We just really went deep and um, yeah, we went deep for this one and uh, just poured our hearts out. Um, and I, I'm hoping that resonates with people. I'm hoping that really speaks to them. It's a beautiful song. This is my guest, Nikki Shea, with favorite hello, hardest goodbye on In the Country.
And that is Ontario's Nikki Shea, now living in Nashville with favorite hello, hardest goodbye. And she has an Indiegogo campaign underway at the moment. And, man, it's doing really well, but she has a ways to go. And, of course, she's calling on all her mm-hmm. fans and supporters. Tell me a bit more about the campaign. And are you pretty pleased with the uh, results so far? Because you're doing great. I am, actually. I mean, you know, I've got to be honest with you. So when we were first talking about doing the campaign, I thought, how am I going to present this idea and I was looking at Indiegogo and Kickstarter for similar campaigns and I couldn't really find um, different uh, campaigns with this this sort of idea to to put to get funding for another campaign a radio tour um, or marketing campaign so I thought well how am I going to present this Um, so I wasn't sure how people were going to receive it and um, a great friend of mine and the guy who shot the video um, who's so talented Dustin Kirkendall um, he kind of helped me put some ideas together and and how they would resonate with the audience and, and explaining how the music industry has changed and explaining to everybody that you know the music industry is so different now than it was 10 to 15 years ago that record labels had money back then that they were spending on the marketing. They were buy they, they they were, you know, buying the radio time. Mm-hmm. They were they were paying the publicists and 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 the radio promoters. Now they're not doing that. You know, now they want you to come with your following already. And so us independent artists, we've got to pay the publicists and the radio promoters and all of that. So you know, Dustin had suggested that I explain that to the fans because you can't assume that, you know, just because we all know that as artists, you can't assume that the fans do. So he explained, you know, he suggested that I explain that to the fans and, you know, just be real with them. And so I said, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to be honest. I want to be real and transparent. And so I went with that and my gosh, it's been received so well. I mean, better than I ever thought. I was, I was scared that the people wouldn't get it. And, um, and they are getting it, and they are appreciating it, I think, the honesty and, and the mm-hmm. idea and, and really encouraging and supporting yeah. it. So I'm so pleased and, and just excited and so thankful to all of, all of them. It's amazing, and it you know gives your fans a chance to be in on this, to know that they were a part of getting you out there with radio promotion and publicity, and getting the EP "Let Me Love You," you know, to be heard by more people and to build your career. Uh, so the website's Indiegogo.com, and then you said they just search for your name, Nikki Shea, and that will take them to your yeah. page. Absolutely, and if they follow me anywhere, I'm posting about it multiple times a day, so they can't miss it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You do such a great job on those videos. I saw another one that you posted, I believe, today. And uh, you're very natural in front of the camera. And, of course, the professional video that you, you did, you talked about earlier, was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was shot well, and you were just very genuine and uh, professional in it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, again, I, just, I did want to just get honest. I didn't want to, um, you know, put on, put on a show when I was explaining what this campaign was about. I wanted to be honest uh, and mm-hmm. transparent and just let everybody know that what this means to me um, what we're trying to do and, you know, what what it is that, that, I, that I need to accomplish here. So I'm, glad, e- that, I'm e- glad that you saw it yeah. that way. Definitely. The EP that uh, you're going to be promoting with, with the Indiegogo campaign, the EP is called Let Me Love You. And you mentioned earlier, produced by Kent Wells. Tell us a bit about Kent because, I mean, he's obviously done amazing work. You mentioned Leanne Womack. He's produced Dolly Parton. What else can you tell us about Kent? Oh, my gosh, yes. Kent, uh, Kent has been... 
Kent has been Dolly's uh, right-hand man for, for many years. Um, he's got a studio in Franklin. He, he and I have been working together for quite a few years. Um, he, he, you'll, you'll see him on all, on all the awards show with Donnie as well, with, with Dolly as well. Um, Kent, Kent is actually uh, the first producer I worked with when I came to Nashville. And um, the thing I love about Kent is that for years before I came to Nashville, you know, I had producers who kind of heard these little um, unique quirks in my voice and would say, oh, you know, you got to stop that. you got to hide that and, and quit that. And Kent, as soon as he heard me sing, um, he actually would say, oh, I love that about your voice. And I love that. And, and that's so cool. The exact things that other people were telling me to stop doing, which, I mean, I couldn't mm-hmm. stop. That's just mm-hmm. me. Um, Kent yeah. immediately picked up on and loved and encouraged about me. So he immediately uh, made me feel so comfortable and, um, you know, so confident in my own skin and in my own voice. Um, so he's awesome. And, yeah, he's just he's just worked with so many people. And he's very well-known well and well-respected in this town. Now, for our listeners, Nikki, who uh, either haven't been to Nashville at all or have only been there a couple of times, uh, name me some spots that people should hit for, it could be for food or music or both. What are some cool hot spots uh, in Music City? So, okay, so um, if you want to check out some really great um, writing, uh, writer's rounds, um, you want to check out uh, The Listening Room. You always get some great rounds there. Um, right. I think that uh, you may want to check out the Bluebird Cafe if you can. It's, it's always packed and there's lineups always. Um, for uh, for food, there's so many places. My favorite place lately is called The Flipside. It's in the 12 South area. And it's actually Canadian-owned. And the reason I love it oh, wow. is because Caesars, the drink, a Caesar. And yeah. it's not a Bloody Mary. It's an actual Caesar. So right. I have become one of their um, best customers, <laughs> I think. And uh, <laughs> so that's one of my favorite places. Um, Mafiosos is another great place. There's there's so many new places popping up that my friends and I like to like to try. Um, yeah, I mean, the 12 South area is really cool. Um, just so many places. And just as we get set to wrap up here, Nikki, if there's an artist from Canada who hasn't gone to Nashville, uh, tell them, you know, they're listening, how important it is for their career, not necessarily to move down if they can't, but to get down there for a week or two and try to connect with some writers and just experience all that. How, how beneficial will that be for them? It is so incredibly beneficial to come here, like you said, even spend a couple weeks and just be a sponge and learn. And you will see your songwriting, your performance, your complete take on your artistry just transform by being in the presence of these incredible musicians in a mere week or two. Um, It'll make so much of a difference for you. It's, It's incredible. That's amazing. Well, Nikki, it's been great to catch up and to hear how well you're doing. Uh, the campaign is going well, and we'll encourage people to obviously continue uh, to contribute because there's there's more room to go to, to complete the campaign. And it was great yeah, to hear the two you. songs from that EP. Nikki, thanks so much, and uh, I'll be uh, staying in touch with you on social media. Thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate it. And to the listeners, thank you guys for, for listening, and please do follow me on my sites at NikkiShay.com and um, 
I'm not sure if you're going to have the links up, um, but please do find me on Indiegogo and share and pledge and stay tuned and follow me on the ride. It's going to be a fun one. I've been speaking with country artist Nikki Shea. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.